You know, every time we do a story on the rental crisis here on Hack, we ask the experts, hey, how much worse is this going to get? And then it gets a whole lot worse. No part of Australia is immune. The rental squeeze has tightened to a point where people are living anywhere they can. Some people are camping out in their cars. Those who are renting, often dealing with shitty conditions, they're scared of being thrown out or that their rent's going to be jacked up. We've been talking about this all year. Well, now the ABC's specialist reporting team has done a big deep dive into this. They've travelled across the country to hear from those affected, which is pretty much most people who are renting. Students, young families, pensioners. The stories are heartbreaking, distressing stuff, also very real stuff. ABC reporter Nick Sass has been covering it. Nick, reading your story, there was a part that said renters hadn't faced stress like this in Australia since the Great Depression back in the 1930s. It's extraordinary stuff. What surprised you most while covering this story? Yeah, I think you sort of touched on it a bit on your intro, but I think it's just the, the scale and the impact that it, across the whole of Australia. I guess we kind of thought that this was a thing that was a... Uh, you know, a capital city thing, you know, in Sydney, Melbourne, perhaps, but there's all sorts of people being impacted by it on a cross range of, uh, you know, income levels, you know, to middle incomes and, uh, you know, even, even higher income people who are, you know, in stress because they're, you know, getting, getting these, uh, uh, you know, increased rates of, uh, you know, rental rates and things like that. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's just so broad now. It is. And like you said, we hear a lot about what's happening in the big cities like Sydney and Melbourne, but they're not actually the least affordable cities in the country, mm. really. Like there are other places, You Tasmania is another big yeah, one. Yeah, Hobart's a big one. I mean, Hobart's actually had the unfortunate title of being the most unaffordable for the past three years. Wow. I think the, the way they, they equate it in terms of, you know, income level and, then the, the rate of rental prices as well. So, you know, I was in Hobart and spoke to a woman called Maddie who was, you know, moving at 38, was moving back to her parents' um, property and into a shed. You know, she felt she felt like she was lucky for you know to be able to do that. And it's just like extraordinary to hear these stories that, you know, there's just so much pressure and so much anxiety out there just to have a, a home and a place to live, right? It's crazy. And in the regions as well, this mm. is an issue. It's not just the capital cities. So you spoke about Maddie there. There were other renters that you spoke to. What did they tell you about how hard it is to find a property? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been described, it probably gets overused a little bit, but it's been described as a Hunger Games kind of scenario where people, you know, there's hundreds of people coming up to... Uh, you know, to view properties. I, I was out in, in Sydney, you know, like about a month ago and saw, literally saw a hundred people rock up at a, a rental inspection. Oh uh, and, you know, you just think about how am I going to get this property now? You know, it must be so, uh, you know, so uh, deflating to have that, to, you know, to look at that when you're going to view a rental. And, you know, I, I think it's just really, there's a, there's a limited supply and there's an increased demand. And I mean, that's just basic economics, right? Like, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just going to create pressures and it's going to create a lot of issues. One of the people you spoke with was uh, a woman called Alice, a young renter in Hobart, applied for 30 properties in three months, which is crazy because you think about all the effort that you've got to put into a rental application, right? Mm. And she was explaining just how soul-destroying it is to keep looking and looking and being rejected all the time. It feels like it's an auction, but... The auction has got these invisible rules about what they're looking for and they'll never disclose to you just why you didn't get something or why your application wasn't as good as that person's. But it's this auction of achievement or auction of desirability. 
That's Alice, a young renter in Hobart. You're listening to Hack. I'm Dave Marchese, speaking with ABC News reporter Nick Sass about the rental crisis in Australia right now. And we are hearing on the text line people messaging in. Someone says on the news this morning, Tim said something related to people on 84000 a year paying over 30% of their income on rent. That comes out at about $485 a week. My income is a lot less than 84000 and most rentals I'm seeing are $600 a week, which just goes to show you massive kind of discrepancies there. Another person says, I bet if politicians had to live on the average wage, they'd be a lot more interested in the cost of living. Nick, a big report came out today on rental affordability. What was that and what did it have to say? Well, uh, in a nutshell, it said that affordability is awful at the yeah, moment. I mean, yeah. it's, it's dropped in every capital city uh, compared to last year. The, the regions was the, the regional areas were the big losers. It's, it's shown that, that, you know, four regions in Victoria, New South Wales, uh, Tasmania and Queensland, and Queensland in particular was awful. We had so many examples of people were really under major stress there. But th- those areas have been uh, at the, the worst levels ever in, the, in those four regions. Um, you know, and I mean, it just goes to show you like how, yeah, how widespread this is uh, at the moment. And I mean, there's a lot of attention then on the governments, on state governments, on the federal government as well. What is the federal government doing or how is it responding? Look, I mean, the federal government appreciates this. I mean, we do have a prime minister who grew up in public housing and uh, trying to, uh, you know, understands the issue, I think. But uh, they've announced plans, that, you know, an aspirational goal of, to build a million affordable houses over... Well, they don't actually have a you know date target yet, and they want to bring the superannuation sector into this to act you know to help stimulate this and and do it themselves. But you know, I mean, I think there's there's an argument that perhaps like tax breaks that investors get are actually you know trapping people in the in the rental market, and you know people in middle incomes are renting for longer, which inevitably you know inevitably has that trickle down effect of you know keeping people who you know don't have middle incomes or you know lower income in in the rental market and don't have you know, it's something that they can actually afford to live in. Yeah. You know, we've seen this around Australia at the moment. So. Uh-huh. It's, it's wild. And we're hearing horrible stories already. We've got someone on the text line that says, I offered a year's rent in advance, had my family put money into my account to make it look like I had money. In reality, I'm a mum, I'm single with autistic child. I got the property, but it's $600 a week. Look, it's it's big stuff, um, you know, important stuff. But also the thing that's really interesting about this story is you put faces to all of mm. these stories, um, you know, because we often do talk about the numbers and the statistics of it all, but these are real lives and mm. they're all across the country in major cities, in country towns. You've spoken to them. You can find Nick Sass's story on the ABC News website now. Nick, thanks so much for filling us in. Thanks, Dave. Hack on Triple J.